there is good and bad in the world, just like there is good and bad in each and every one of us. I believe there is a must to balance this good and bad in order to bring about a balance back to the world so that we don't tip off. I think I think it's important that and a responsibility for each and every one of us to bring about a balance within ourselves so that we can express a balance to the world.
Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another edition of the Ultimate Underground Experience here in Los Angeles, California. Today's show is called Global Movers and Shakers because that's exactly what I'm bringing you. Activists from around the world here in your own backyard and down under. I have a new correspondent that will be taking us into the world of the underground scene in Australia. His name is Willow, and he will be coming up to join us in just a moment. But I want to tell you about the other guests in the show before I do that. Uh, we're going to have the incredible lady boss, Miss Lydia Harris of Lydia Harris Entertainment, dropping by to talk about music, books, life and food <laughs> and her new artist Aisha will also be dropping in with her dad to discuss her new collaboration with Snoop Dogg and I'm going to be spotlighting a friend of mine named Miss Claudette Hall who is a singer she will be performing in town here in Hollywood at the Gardenia Lounge and just so you know I started the show off today with walking into the sunshine because it's in homage and tribute to the lead singer of the 80s R&B dance group Central Line, Mr. Linton Beckles, who passed away recently. Beckles played percussion and was out front singing of the group, the big national hit Walking in the Sunshine. Central Line was formed in 1978 by Steve Silvari, Carmel Hines, Lipson Francis, and Henry Defoe. The quartet later expanded the group to include Beckles and Jake La Maisure. The band was named Central Line because members wanted to ride the central line between soul and funk. The group recorded three albums for Mercury Records between 1981 to 84 and landed on the U.S. charts with You've Said Enough, but their signature hit was no doubt their across-the-board smash, Walking Into Sunshine. Central Line split in 1984, and Beckles continued in the music industry for a few years. He later turned to religious ministry and became the senior pastor at Love Light Ministries. Though his time in the musical spotlight was relatively brief, Linton Beckles will be remembered for that fun, upbeat song that had us all dancing in the clubs in 1981. And now to get us in the mood to take that show down under, I'm going to play a gentleman by the name of Mr. Garth Adams, a song called Staring at the Window. It was actually a submission for the film I'm music supervisor on, 420. Didn't make it into the film, but I thought it was befitting to offer an invitation to play it on the show because I love the song. It's a great song. So here's Mr. Garth Adams, courtesy of Music X-Ray.
outside Seeing this the wrong way around some action going on down under and I'm bringing you the man who will be responsible for enlightening us on what's going on and his name is Willow. How you doing brother? I'm doing very well I see how are you? You know I'm moving, grooving, shaking and baking. <laughs> feeling the vibe and surfing it. Right, feeling the vibe, catching the wave, all that stuff you know. So, so what's going on over there? How's the weather man? The weather is absolutely beautiful. Look, I'm in Melbourne at the moment. It's been sort of cold during the night, sort of about 23, 24 degrees during the day. It varies, but I'm sure it's a lot more sunnier where you are. So, we are excited about what you will be bringing us. And uh, could you enlighten us on some of the things you have in store for us, please? Yeah, not a problem. Look, I really want to be able to expose a lot of the underground talent in Australia. Look, I'm only one man, but I believe that there are gems hiding all over this country. And I believe that people just want their voice to be heard, as the underground experience is the voice of the people. So I suppose I really want to get out there and expose these people and go, look, what's your, what's your gift? What's your message to the world? And really deliver those people that don't really have it that big, commercialised, whatever it may be, and really sort of go the depths of what a person goes through to achieve what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm. Artistry, yeah. fashion, food, and everything everything that I can put, get my gritty little hands on, I suppose. <laughs> I'm going to be searching long and hard for right. all those experiences that just make the emotions just pop. You're not a new person in my life. We've been actually friends for now for better half of five years since the Ultimate Underground has started. You reached out to me and we've kept a nice friendship and I really treasure that. So that's why I'm happy that we're now joining in concert 
to bring forth more knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. You've gone through so many things. You are an artist yourself. You're a DJ. You produce music. And, you know, you've gone through some life challenges. And, you know, just, just lay it on the line for us a little bit. Okay. Well, I obviously don't want to bring down, you know, have a massive buzzkill going on. <laughs> but let's get, let's, get, let's get all the bad stuff out of the okay. way so we can focus <laughs> on the good stuff, all right? Right. So I was born with cerebral palsy. I came out of my mother's womb a vegetable, mm. wasn't able to walk, wasn't able to speak, was going to be that way my whole life. Now, my mother trained me for two years, um, got me back on my feet. I think ever since then, I've been going through battles, challenges, in and out of mental health hospitals because people think I'm crazy for thinking outside the box and actually getting and going inwards. I've gone through mental health systems. I've gone through you know, seeing people suffer and, and seeing people just really struggle. And I relate to that. Throughout my life, I've always been bullied. I've always been picked on and everything like that. And, and you know what? Out of all those experiences and all those pain moments, those are the moments that have actually grown me the most. Mm. That has made my spirit grow the most. And it's made me sort of really want to shine out to the world and express my message and other people's messages as well. So it really sort of uh, comes down to, I suppose, yeah, sure, I've been through pain and I've got all that in my story. But at the same time, you know, it doesn't really matter. It grows you as a person. It makes you who you are. And I believe about moving forward and these painful experiences just, yeah, it grew me and made me who I am. I have produced music. That music was full of pain, you know, mm. but the pain that I received from all those experiences, I had to find an outlet or else I would have gone angry, angry, would have fallen off the rails completely. So I chose music and I chose to express that through music. And that's pretty much when I reached out to you on Facebook and really <laughs> decided, wow, you know, like I could talk to my friends and things like that in Melbourne and, and try to seek validation for my music, but that's what that's not what I was about, trying to seek validation. I was more trying to get my voice and notice, to really sort of go, you know what, I am a person, I'm not just a number, and I need to be able to express that. A lot of other people need to, I think, really grasp that as well, is that we're all just not a number. We're not a number on a computer, we're human beings with... Right with flaws and victories. You, you mentioned the thing about the cerebral palsy, and most people think of that as a disability, but I don't think about that as a disability. I think of it as challenged. And challenged makes you strive to be stronger and more perfect. Because when you have all your sensibilities, sometimes you take it for granted. And when you don't have yes. them, it makes you strive even more, and you exceed and excel and surpass people who have all of their capabilities. So I applaud you for getting a grip on that. I think it's really needs to be understood that if something lacks in the brain, your brain will actually boost some other part of your brain up. It will actually balance itself out again. So it's not all doom and gloom. I think back every time I have a hard time or have a low moment or something, I think back to when I was born. It pushes me forward. It just makes me want to fly.
When did you start your music? I started my music when I was probably about 17, 18. It was, as I said, I was isolated in my room for a very, very long time and didn't know where to turn, what to do. So I decided to pick up my laptop and start producing music. Before that, I was actually DJing, doing mobile DJing. I felt that I wasn't as close to the music as I wanted to be. You know, I was mixing music and everything like that, but I wasn't immersed in it. I wanted to immerse myself in it. Mm -hmm. So I did and got into it. My parents thought that I was sort of falling off the rails because I'm in my <laughs> room, you know, 12 hours a day, just punching that laptop and bracing myself. But yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, it was really good. And it's not perfect music, you know, it's not it's not masked music or anything like that, but I think that's what makes it really shine is the fact that there is flaws in it. Mm. It's not masked, it's just music, raw emotional music. That's what what's going to shine through in the next 10, 20 years in the music industry is the fact that understanding that it's not all just about being perfect and, you know, getting the perfect track out there.
Hi, this is Blaze Mazer, the writer and director of 420, and you're listening to the Ultimate Underground Experience with Uncle Earl. <laughs> we are back with the man Willow from Down Under. How you doing? I'm doing very well, Lacey. I'm doing very well. Good. Could you tell us a little bit about the state of the art scene in Australia? Okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Lacey. Please. I will. I've been an introvert for a long time, okay? I haven't gone out into the club scene. I haven't gone out to do these things. And I think this is what's going to... I think this is what's really humanized about this is the sense that I'm not just going to say to you, oh, well, the club scene's good. You know, this is what's happening. That's what's happening. The thing is, I'm going to go out for the very first time and I'm actually going to experience and challenge myself to actually go to these places and find out on the spot just what these people are about. Because for me, this is not about having scripted questions and having something to sort of say and probing questions for people. Right. This is about, for me as well, and listeners, you know, I take listeners on a journey, you know? Yeah, and reality, a reality this, trip. Yeah, exactly. This is what's going to make it really, really speak out, I think, is a sense that I'm challenging myself just as much as listeners are challenging themselves to learn more about the world. I really enjoy you know we've got the art museum down in melbourne and we've got a lot of tourism attractions and things like that mm-hmm. all the way from arts music fashion food we're really big on uh, coffees in melbourne mm-hmm. and the food here is absolutely ex- exquisite so these places i cannot say to you on a scripted basis well these these experiences i don't know them personally mm-hmm. right but what i am going to say is i'm going to go out to these places and I'm discovering my own journey on air live. This is going to be a challenge for me as well. So mm. I really want the listeners to know that this is not just, you know, an, an interview or, or, or a reporter going da-da-da-da-da. This is actually a human being going out there, experiencing things for the first time, challenging himself, and actually going through these places, how they construct the experiences that they do, in whether it be Melbourne, Queensland, Adelaide, New South Wales, mm. Darwin, Western Australia. I plan to cover it all. I plan to move and um, and move through. So to answer your question in a short answer, I no, and that's what we're going to find out. Cool. And I think that's what's going to be the best part of it. Yeah, I'm excited about the journey. When I was there, the club scene was very happening. I was there actually one time with Frankie Knuckles in Melbourne. I was on tour with Mariah Carey and we, we were in Melbourne and Frankie was there and they had the, the rave on the dock. Yep. Some dock with a Ferris wheel. It was so nice, but I heard it's changed really since then. Well, I mean, we've got the dock lines in Melbourne, which is a really happening place. We've got Eddie Head Stadium, the MCG where we've got, you know, cricket, football, all the rest of it. Are there a lot of live music venues that are happening? There are. There are a lot of live music venues happening. We have the Melbourne Sound, as it per se, which is an electro sound. What about the theatre scene? Is it is it alive and thriving? As I said, Lacey, this is, this is something that... You know, it's a personal journey that I'm that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna gloss it over. I, I don't know. Good, you know? great. And that, we'll that, discover together. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. It's a new thing. Something that I don't think has ever been done before. Having someone being challenged right there on the spot, <laughs> yes. out there and doing it. You know, it's gonna be ups. It's gonna be downs. It's gonna be. All kinds of twists. Yeah, the in film this, people, the television really people, the food. I want it all, man. I want it all. <laughs> Not a problem, can do. <laughs> Thank you.
through your artistry, what change would you like to see and how would you like that to happen? Through my artistry, I wish to bring about an awareness of spirituality to people, but also have a sense of that balance like I was talking about before. I believe that a lot of people scratch the surface of life and they skip across it like a stone, skip across the pond like a stone. I really want to bring a sense of emotion and a sense of upliftment back to the world, allow the world to say, yes, I can, because there are a lot of people saying, no, I can't, and it's not true. It's a completely false reality. So I believe having that upliftment and having that deep connection with oneself is important, and I believe that that's what I want to bring to the world, whoever it may be, black, white, tall, short, thin, fat, whatever it may be. Every person has a voice, and every person has, deserves that voice to be heard. Soon, madness has worn you down. It's easier to do what it says than argue. In this way, it takes over your mind. You no longer know where it ends, and you begin. You believe anything it says.
what would you like to leave the listeners with in parting? I'd like to leave them with a quote from, El- from Albert Einstein. It simply says this, the field is the sole governing agency of the particle, which means that the field, intangible energy, is the sole governing agency of the particle. Now, if I break that down simply for listeners, it is. Your, your body is the particle, and the field is your spirit. And it's important to use that field to govern your body, to drive it to wherever you want to be. Well, all right. I'm going to start checking out my particles. <laughs> I think I've been keeping them in the closet. I'm going to have time to pull them out. Anyway, thank you so much, Willow, for your insight, for your, your, your knowledge and understanding and your wisdom. And um, I look forward to what's about to happen right here, brother. We get ready to go on an ultimate journey, right? Definitely, I can't wait. Yes, yes. Now, I want you to tell them where they can find your music. Okay, um, my music can be found on www.soundcloud.com forward slash willow1. Alrighty then. We'll be talking soon, and I uh, give my regards to everyone down under, and um, tally ho. <laughs> Definitely. Alrighty. Definitely. Alright then. Take care, man. You too. Bye. Peace and love, world. This is Sandra Reeves Phillips. Mama Sandra, listening to Uncle Earl on the ultimate underground experience.
The track you just heard, Show Some Love, was a special rendering by the first ladies of disco, or should I say a few of the first ladies of disco, Miss Evelyn Champagne King, Miss Martha Wash, and Miss Linda Clifford. They are part of a project called the First Ladies of Disco, written by a buddy, Mr. James Arena. Just want to give you all a big hello. How you doing? All right. Take care. <laughs> Me, Dre, The Pound, Rage. It was just all about, you know what I'm saying, death row. As time went by, you know, niggas start having money, success, bitches, weed, cars, homes, you know what I'm saying, the fly shit. Along with that comes jealousy, envy, destruction. And along those lines run life and death. You know, so a few years went by, a couple of albums, success. Out of the blue sky, Dre departs, he leaves us. Death row. Will we sink or will we stay afloat? Later on that year, I lose my nigga Pac. Damn. Whole world. Guess it's all on me. Death row for life. That's to handle my business. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain, and DJ of the Ultimate Underground Experience here in Los Angeles. It's a wonderful day, it's a wonderful life, it's a wonderful time, if you will look and be aware. And I am ever so present and aware in the spirit. Today, I have a special treat for you. I have someone who is a lady. She is a legend and has a newly formed entertainment company. I'm not gonna give it away yet, you're gonna have to wait for it. This iconic and charismatic motivator whose knack to discover and develop new music talent is a force to be reckoned with. She has charted a groundbreaking career in the American recording industry as an original co-owner of hip-hop record label Death Row Records, the West Coast powerhouse that launched the careers of Snoop Dogg, 
and produced albums by Dr. Dre and the late Tupac Shakur. She took on the additional responsibility at the record label after her then-husband stepped down from his position. Not only did she develop more chart-topping talent, she oversaw all facets of the label's recruitment, marketing, and promotion of the arts. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Lydia Boss Lady Harris. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. That was a mouthful, and there's much more to go. <laughs> okay. Are you having a wonderful day today? Wonderful, wonderful day. Yes, blessed in the spirit. Blessed in the spirit. Before we go on this journey, I just want to step back in time. We may have met back in the day because I worked with Dre and Easy on a new artist. They had Jimmy Z. He he had one album that came out. One single I actually worked with him. It's called Funky Flute. Do you remember something about like that? Well. Mm. I know it's quite a while back there, <laughs> but quite a while. Quite yeah, a while. yeah, quite. but but we—I'm sure we've been around each other, Matt. But uh, I really appreciate this today, and you have so many wonderful new things happening. But I like to first of all go back to before you actually started in the industry, and what made you want to be a part of this entertainment industry. Could we go back that far? Yeah, you can go back. You can go all the way back if I remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to know, you know, what sparked your interest in this industry? Well, really, basically, I was an artist myself. Mm -hmm. Now, was anyone in your family in the business? No, no one in my family was in the business. Hmm. So that, that's why I'm, I'm curious of how you actually got that spark. What, what made you say, this is what I want to do? Well, basically, my ex, Michael Harris. Mm -hmm. He heard me sing on the phone and he loved my voice. Mm -hmm. And really it was his passion and his dream for me. And that's what made me pursue what he, you know, what he asked me to do. And what he said I could do it, he could make me a star. <laughs> yeah. What up, this is Dr. Trey. The party's going on. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Now. <laughs> The heads ringing. Keep the heads ringing. So get up, get a move on, and get your groove on It's the D.R.E., the spectacular In a party, I go for your neck, so call me Blackula As I drain a nigga's juggler vein And maintain the leak blood stain. So don't complain, just chill Listen to the beats I spill Keeping it real, enables me to make another meal Still, run up and try to kill it, will But get popped like a pimple So call me Clearasil, I wipe this off the face of the earth Since birth, I've been up at it Now let me tell you what I'm worth More than a stuff bomber I cause drama, the enforcer Music floats like a flying saucer Or a 747 jet Never forget, I'm that that keeps the whole panties wet The mic gets smoked Once you hit a beat kick We groove so funky, they come with a speed stick So check the flavor that I'm bringing The mother D.R.E. I'll keep they mother Where was I at at the time? Yes Oh, I was in Los Angeles okay. I was down there in Los Angeles I'm originally from Houston, Texas Oh, right, 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 okay, great yeah. You have survived many decades of drama, wow. I mean of drama and greatness, and through all of this, what is one key thing that you carry with you to this day, through all of it? My integrity, mm. my faith, 
integrity and faith integrity and faith and you know and that's lacking in a lot of our new young artists today they want that quick hit it quick get rich program and they don't seem to understand that there are necessary things that you need to go through do you run into that a lot today oh of course of course and it's principles in life you know and i and i bow down the principles a lot of people don't have an understanding and it's all a lack of knowledge do you do uh, seminars or workshops or lectures for people i'm looking forward to doing it you look forward to doing it yeah because i know you are you are and you're an author as well as being a CEO and working in A&R and you're a humanitarian. You're a chef. You're a life coach. How do you do all this? Do you ever sleep? <laughs> I do sleep. I, I, one thing about it, I do get my rest you at do. night. I sleep at night. Time. And I might get up by 2 or 3 in the morning and work. Uh -huh. But I do get my rest, and I still look good. All right, now <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, can you can you talk a little bit about you as an author, please? Let my listeners know some of your works. Well, me as an author, when I wrote the book, <laughs> the reason why I really, really wrote the book is based on me being in the trenches in L.A., mm -hmm. not knowing where my life was going to go, and then I know that I had a daughter to taking care of, you know, for me while I was doing all my day-to-day -day business, mm -hmm. running down for records. Yes. I thought that, you know, if anything was to happen to me, I would uh, put it down in the book where she would get to know who her mother was. That's basically why I really wrote the book, mm -hmm. based on for her to know who my mother really was and what her mother really tried to accomplish in life to make sure that she would know who her mother really was and mm. what I was out here doing to survive. Wow. That's powerful. That is so powerful. And, you know, and in doing that, it, it enlightens so many people because some people are in the same situation. You know, they don't have to be in the industry, but humanity is humanity. And no matter what vein of life you're in, there are commonalities amongst all of us. And that's probably touched so many lives. And that's, that's such a great thing to do, to be that open and vulnerable, to allow your personal business to be, you know, on display that way. And it's so healing in a way, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. Some say the black of the belly, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. Two rock kids, if don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. When you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. Don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him Cause sister, you don't need me And I ain't trying to catch up, I just call him how I see You know what makes me unhappy? that When brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a happy And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman And I came from a woman I wonder why we take from our women, why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies, but keep your head up. Hey, yo. 
Hey everyone, this is Ricky Rebel, and you are listening to the Underground Experience Radio Show. Um, I packed and was cooking, and when we cooking, when I came back home in Houston, mm. I uh, started a restaurant mm. that was called David's Soul Food. I named it after my daughter. Oh. And, and when I went through the divorce, I, you know, I shut everything down and I regrouped and started everything back and put it up on the lineage, catered and uh, put it up under my name. I moved on from there. What is your favorite dish to prepare? My catfish and my fried chicken. <laughs> catfish and fried chicken. <laughs> I didn't do everything, but, you know, I mean, everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Exactly. Do you do, you do barbecue back. as well? I can do everything. You yes, do everything. Don't matter. Everything. <laughs> I love it. Now, is it is it going to be a chain or is it a specialty place? Well, what I have now is a food truck. I have okay. a food truck. Okay. Uh, that's what I have. And I, and I would love it to be a franchise where, you know, people can just mimic and get the truck and franchise my trucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're putting out the universe. Universe, you hear this? We need this to be spread around. We need a franchise of trucks. All around the world, not just in this country. We need them in other countries as well, okay? Just, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. so much we could talk about wow now the music you have now lydia harris entertainment can you break down all the compartments because there's a lot that you do within the under that umbrella well i have a distribution where i'm able to fill artists with distribution the lydia harris entertainment has the compilation that i'm coming out with called judgment day based on there's a promotional cd mm-hmm. yeah the artist that who's trying to get out there, give them a platform for exposure. With the Judgment Day CD, they're able to be on the Judgment Day tour and listen to be to do a Judgment Day reality show. So wow. that's all up under that umbrella of Judgment Day. That's awesome. So you're getting ready to you. I mean, you're already busy, but you're getting ready to be really full force in just a moment here, huh? Yeah, <laughs> getting ready to hit it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna do it all over again. Okay, let's go with it. Let's go with it. And I'm um, coming up. I'm gonna be actually interviewing one of your artists, Miss Aisha, who's featured with Snoop Dogg on her first release. 
And um, yeah, we'll see on the compilation Judgment Day. Yes, yes. How exciting is this, though, for you to to the reemergence right now? I mean, I'm very excited because you got to understand some even with the Aisha and Snoop song. I mean, it was like it was shocking to me because it was not anything that I was looking for. Mm. Uh, when the song came to me, it was like basically it's like fell in my lap. <laughs> so really, what I admire about her, her father is that uh, he knew the right person to get it to, mm. to really market her material to get it to me because he you know that I started uh, the whole label with Bambo Records, Snoop Dogg. I think that he thought maybe, hey, with this push, yeah. when Aisha featured Snoop, it would be a big goal for Aisha. Mm. Mm, that's wonderful. Wow. Well, I can't wait. I mean, I've heard the song and the audience will be hearing it soon. And it's it's awesome. It's awesome. And I can't wait to hear the rest of the CD. I'm sure it's going to be banging just as well. Yeah. Now, we and also, you know, the, the tour is coming soon, too. The oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. Yes, <laughs> All right. We mentioned about your book, you know, Married to the Game, A Story of Love and Waiting, and now the docudrama, Welcome to Death Row Records. Was yes. that was that difficult to get off the ground? Well, yes, it was. It was so much politics. It wasn't a problem with me putting it together, mm-hmm. but then when it got time to like release it, mm-hmm. you had the powers to be. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want that story to come out, but. Mm. Somehow it came out, but it didn't really come out the way I wanted it to come out. Mm-hmm. It got set on the shelf, but it was exposure for me, and I'm still executive producer of that, working with that role. So when people see it, it's a, they love it, because the other that I made with them, they said, hey, we want you to be able to put this together. And I, a lot of people said, Lydia, why would you find something like that? You're not going to be able to make that happen. <laughs> but I made it happen. All the haters, right? It happened. Haters abound, haters abound. Mm, mm, mm. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins. Before my mother starts about my friends. About to go and damn near went blind. Young Nick had throwing up gang signs. Ran in the house and grabbed my clip. With the Mac-10 on the side of my hip. Held outside and pointed my weapon. Just as I thought, the fools kept stepping. Jumped in the foe, hit the juice on my ride. I got front and back, and side to side. Then I let the Alpine play. play, play. Up the news buying WA. It was gangster, gangster at the top of the list. Then I played my old shit, went something like this. Cruising down the street in my 6'4". Jocking a bit, slapping the horse. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say, It's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. They come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. With the recent success of Empire, does that hit home with you? And yes, it do, because it's like, I was like, wow, because I live that every day. That's my life. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that they sort of usurped the the essence of Death Row Records for that? Or do you think they just it just happened to coincide? Because it's very close. Well, I've, I've seen it. It's very close. <laughs> it, 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 there was a lot of similarity. I think that 
the way it was put together, it's like really like a soap opera. So they added a lot of fluff in there with the reality just to make it palatable. Yes, yeah. and, and, and by seeing that and seeing how powerful it is and how the ratings was up, I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, I never thought that. I never really thought that anybody should play Lydia Harris. Like, <laughs> like, on a day-to-day -day living. I, I really didn't. No, no Because she's a handful. <laughs> yes, yes, and I just see me all over, right? And I would laugh. You got to have true, true grit. You know, but they got the right girl yeah. for that because uh, Taraji you know, is no right joke. She is no joke. No, no. And she from DC too? She no, bringing no. it. <laughs> she bringing it on. Yeah, she's bringing it. Yes, she is. Yes. And I ain't mad at her. Okay, okay. And Terrence is no slack either. You know, they're doing their thing. Yeah. And my mama, Debbie Allen, yeah. gets over there and directs it. Do you know Debbie Allen, by the way? I don't know Debbie Allen. Okay. Just wondering. Okay. What message could you give young people around the world, because my show is international, no matter what they want to do about perseverance, faith, like you said, integrity, and just staying on course? Stay true to yourself. Did you hear me? Yes. <laughs> it was powerful. I was like, boom. <laughs> That's all you have to do. It's that simple, right? It's simple. It's that simple. We, we make it more difficult than it should be. It's that simple. Wow. Well, I thank you, Lydia, you know, for taking this time today, and I'm sure Melissa is going to love this. And um, in parting, is there anything that we have not said that you'd like to be known? No, I think you covered the bases. Okay. I look forward to meeting you very soon. And um, okay. we're going to take this thing up another level. Okay? Okay. All right. God bless, and have a thank wonderful, you. wonderful day. All right. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the woman herself, Lydia Boss Lady Harris. Stay tuned for more. Now here's an artist from the Empire soundtrack, Mr. Calvin Richardson with Hearsay. You make me feel like I am moving when I'm standing still. You make what's fake seem so real. You got my heart, that's the deal You're the perfect start to the rest of my day They say, love is blind, girl Everybody can't say In love sometimes we lose I got a good thing, I count on you, babe That stuff they talking about's irrelevant just feel say, oh, oh, babe. Say I got another lover, but I don't roll that away. Baby, what I'm trying to say is all about me. It's all about you. Don't give a damn about what they say. 
Next track you're about to hear is an awesome track by a 17-year-old new DJ from Sweden. It's called Booty. His name is Sophil, and uh, he is like the talk of the town, the talk of the DJ pool, I should say. And he's the next big thing smoking. So uh, check this out. Here he is, Sophil with Booty EDM at its best. <laughs> I'm 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls at the Ultimate Underground, I would love for you to join me this coming Thursday, April 9th, for Claude Hall in Lover Man, Tales of Connection, Disconnection, and Missed Connections, inspired by Billie Holiday. Claude was born in Brooklyn of Haitian parents and moved to Paris in 1989, but an autumn weekend in Prague in 2003 proved pivotal when a friend overheard her singing a few Gershwin tunes and asked her to sit, record a demo of When I Fall in Love. This led to a sojourn in St. Barth, where she became the resident singer at Casa Nikki and La Plage and found delight in discovering musical ways to express the different sides of her personality. Little girl, humorous, temptress, and subsequently settled in Los Angeles, where her musical horizons have expanded to include Alternative sounds such as Defaz, Little Dragon, Michelle Indegio Cello, and Janelle Monet. She has been a resident artist at L'Hermitage Hotel, Hotel Angelino, West Penthouse Lounge, La Valencia Hotel, and Bar Maman, and has taken her show to the Metropolitan Room in New York City. Claude's style is what music is all about. It's fluid and full of emotion. It lends itself to romance, and her interpretations seduce the audience, says Jeff West. So come join Claude and Uncle Earl at the Gardenia Supper Club in Hollywood, 7066 Santa Monica Boulevard, Hollywood, California, 90038. The phone number is 323-467-7444. That's this Thursday, April 9th at 9 p.m. The Gardenia Supper Club. Cover charge is $15. Two drink minimum and dinner. Reservations are from 7. Be there. Now here is Claude with The Look of Love.
This next gentleman, Scott Huckabay, is also a music x-ray artist, and he's an award-winning virtuoso master of guitar who has been seen by the likes of Joe Perry from Aerosmith, Stanley Jordan, Prince, and countless other Hall of Fame elite in attendance at his concerts, where they must be rethinking the possibilities of musicality. His dimension-shattering innovational sounds are unparalleled from dolphins, whales, birds, and UFOs to all-encompassing walls of sound. From trance-like, water-dripping, rainbow portal-inspired song of ascension to thunderous cell-penetrating sonic sound healing to the most delicate harmonics or lightning-fast licks, he is the full package and i received his music also as a submission for the film 420 and i had to bring him to you as well here is scott huckabee with sweet intuition check this out
people all over the world. This is Wolf, and welcome to the Underground Experience. shaking and rolling and baking and flipping and flapping and catching waves and feeling vibes and the saga continues this is uncle earl you know host captain dj of the ultimate underground experience how y'all doing you hanging in there with me we got a chock full of nuts show today and the saga continues in light of the day we just had a great conversation with miss lydia harris of lydia harris entertainment and now i have one of her artists here and i just want to read a little bit about her and she has a saying she says being a part of the solution of life's challenges is part of aisha's core values she's from oklahoma she's a singer songwriter and she is now becoming nationally recognized 
and she's helping find solutions for the homeless and the children impacted by those conditions. And you know, that's a great thing because a lot of people do not reach back. They do not help others along the way, you know, and in helping others that makes you shine even more brilliantly. Now, the introduction into the world of service began for her with her father, then a transit driver. He invited a person in need of shelter into their home. Aisha worked with the rest of the family to provide food and shelter for those in need from the time she was a teenager. This young lady has really stepped up in taking taking on quite a responsibility as a humanitarian and an upstanding artist. And I have her and her dad here today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Oklahoma's own Aisha. How you doing? <laughs> Hey, I'm doing fine. Did I get it right? Yes, that's right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, you're in. are you in Oklahoma City? I am. You are? I am in Oklahoma City, yes. And how is Oklahoma City today? It is bright and sunny today. Oh, yeah? Bright and hot, yes. Uh-oh, how'd that happen? <laughs> it's not... Oh, it's hard to think about. Oh. <laughs> and, and you have Dad there, Mr. Anthony. How you doing, sir? Great. Great, how are you doing today? You know, I am blessed and highly favored. Thank you very much. Amen. 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 I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes, so this is very exciting. I just had a conversation with Lydia, like I was saying, and, uh, you know, she's got some great things in mind for you. I'm not going to give it all away, I know. But, she, I mean, it, it's amazing what you're doing with your music and what you do as a person. But before we get into the music, I really want to tap into your humanitarian side. What made you want to help others so much when, you know, so many teenagers today are very selfish and self-centered? How'd that happen? Well, it starts with your foundation first, and that comes with my parents. Um, they have always instilled in us to help others and not think of ourselves first. So, uh, just growing up, that just came easily. Now, do you have brothers and sisters? I do. I have a bunch of them. You have a bunch? <laughs> <laughs> Can you please lay it down? How many you got? What you got? <laughs> What's going on over there? Uh, you said, how many do I have? Mm -hmm. Well, there's 11 of us all together. Woo! All right, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> but you know so what? We we could be the Thomas 11, but, you know, you okay. one at a time. But you know what? It's, it's, it's great because my family's from the South, and, you know, they believed the family was the workforce. And that was the purpose of having the family, so that everybody can pull it, pull their weight and provide, help provide for each other. So that's a wonderful right. thing. You know, because today we have these micro and mini families where there's point two children. <laughs> I don't get that, how they add that up. How do you have a point two child? But, um... You know, it's a great thing. Great thing. So that means you have lots of support around you. I do. I do. My parents came from a big family also, so nothing is new to Abby. You know, I'm kind of thinking, like, where would I be without a big family? I think I would be lost. <laughs> Any of your brothers and sisters in the business as well? Do they sing or dance or act or anything in entertainment? You know how it is all the time. They like to do different things. They um, they don't think that the industry is for them right now. They're busy supporting me right now. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. And and, and I'm, you don't have to give your age. I know how women are with that. But where do you in where do you land in the chain? I am the fourth oldest. Okay. All right. Is that a nice place to be? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> You're covered. You got that covered. <laughs> Wonderful. Don't be mad about that. All right, don't be mad at that. Yeah, and you got a lot. See, you know that's a good place. You all got this. Guy. I'm gonna leave that alone. When was your first interest in entertainment? When did when did that happen? How old were you then? Uh, since I was little, very little. Yeah. That's all I knew was music. That's 
That's all his new music, and I always used to tell my dad and mom all the time that I'm going to be a singer when I grow up. So, <laughs> that's, that's his mom. And you know, I think that usually when somebody, when a child says that and they know they have their heart set on, mm-hmm. that's what they think they wind up doing. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't anything else, and that's how you know it was made for that person. Mm. Were you one of those in front of the mirror with the broom and the brush and singing and dancing and wrapping your mama's clothes up and put on her heels? Uh, no, it wasn't. You know, I, I, I wasn't in high heels. I was more <laughs> kind of in my family's face. more <laughs> 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 like in their face. I was singing wherever I was. So it wasn't really like a type of, it wasn't really a mirror thing. It mm. was where I had an instance where um, I was in church one day mm. and my father, they wanted me to go up there and sing. And my father told me, hey, you need to get up there and sing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, <laughs> I, I don't want to. He said, I remember this is day. He said, you either get up there and sing or you go in there and you get a whooping. Oh. I said, I'll take the whooping. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Damn. He told me, you know what? Since you want to do that, don't sing for a whole week. And you know what? It, you know how hard that was? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm going filming, you know, watching videos with songs in it that I like. And, you know, that was very hard. Yeah. But I got. <laughs> so okay, I gotta put Mr. Anthony. Mr. Yes, Anthony, you rule with a heavy hand, brother. <laughs> if you're not gonna sing, I'm gonna whoop you. But you saw you saw something special in her, I'm sure, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was more or less like I was approached by you know uh, Pastor's wife who told me that Aisha had a special gift, and he, she was like, Aisha can sing. And I said, Yeah, I, I know, because I mean, she sing around the house yes I know then she looked at me and said no no she really can sing and I was like okay like she was concerned like she got like a disease and I was like okay and so you know and, and, and at the time we were really heavily packed in the assembly you know going to join together with others that worship and fellowship and believe yes. and I was like you know if you can use that voice all around the house to you know to to, to capture us then then everybody else with it and that was my mentality and stuff you know so I wouldn't know Joe Jackson at the time oh you know, boy kinda, you okay know, <laughs> you know get hard all the time <laughs> anyway, ah okay I, I for that little nudge to know that hey you got support you know go on after don't be shy at the time she would give you a challenge to, you know to say you know I how bad do you want me to do this? So I have to show up. This is how bad I want you to get out of there. Do this. Okay. Oh, all right, Miss Aisha. I'm going to turn it over back to you for a second. Let's see, you know, you're with IT Music Group, and you're writing songs, and you're writing <laughs> lyrics, and you're writing lyrics of empowerment, of how to help people, and, and really getting messages out there, which is really great, because, you know, a lot of people still want to just drop it like it's hot, you know, and then when you get down there, you realize it's lukewarm, you know, so <laughs> I, I appreciate <laughs> Sorry. I went off tangent. I'm sorry. Uncle Earl goes crazy. But no, it's really it's really a joy to see a young person with a brain, personally. I mean, I know that's kind of blunt, but with a brain and with some compassion for humanity. And and I mean, and it shows because you're doing really well. You you hit the number two spot on the chart in uh, Oklahoma yes. on the radio station. Oklahoma. Yeah. And um and now you you've landed this position in this film. You know, on on Lydia's compilation. I mean, and and with All Snoop right. Dogg. Come on. You know, you don't you can't just jump out the bed and get that. <laughs> you have to put in the work. You sure cannot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's why I said I thank God and my parents 
and my my team, mm-hmm. which is very small, but they work like they're very big. And and, and Miss Lydia told me, uh, Mr. Anthony, that you did your due diligence, and she said you were very important and key to this, and you knew exactly the right person to get it to. So that's not an easy job. Well, uh, I, I look at life like life is not really easy at all, but I, I believe that, you know, divine intervention is always, you know, God's way of letting you know that he's always living. Mm. So that way, because we, we meet through difficult situations, you don't feel so, you don't have to feel alone because he just comes right on in and makes a situation happen. And then he tests us to see if we would give him the glory for it. And mm. I can't do no, I can't take no, uh, you know, nothing in that. Uh, mm-hmm. That was just something I feel like God put the, chem- the right chemistry together and the right people together. Mm-hmm. Amen for that. Thank you spare time to have fun how do you just kick it what do you do with my family no yourself just for you to just have fun relax not oh, about business or nothing just have a good time just you know just for Aisha what do you do for Aisha I usually read books I like to read and I listen to K-pop all day probably K-pop and like... <laughs> I love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah K-pop and I'll probably watch Netflix and eat ice cream or something like that cool cool nothing too big but I mean it's big for me Mm-hmm. You know, I stay in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, okay. Right, I got that. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate this, and I feel really good. I have a good feeling inside me, and thank you for that. Because, you know, the human exchange is an amazing thing, and when the energies are in accord, it is divine, and it is just. And I'm feeling this right now. You're exactly right. Thank you. Uh-huh. You are so welcome. So on that note, I would love for you to just take the time and just speak to my listeners. Anything that you would like to say, anything important or hopeful or uplifting. Hey, guys, listening out there or wherever you are, I just want to let you guys know whatever you put your mind to, you can do it. And let's learn to not think about ourselves and give to others. And that's how we make the world a better place. I don't have too much to say after that. Just put God first in everything that you do. Make sure that if you have children, give them a firm foundation to stand on so that they can grow up and continue to make the world better. And that's all I do have to say. But other than that, my music is on iTunes. <laughs> and you can follow me on a lot of social media. My Instagram is official page of Aisha. My Twitter is Aisha Mishael. That's I E S H I A M E S H Y L L. And my Facebook is Aisha Thomas. And you can go follow me, and I'll follow you guys back. I promise. This is how we do it. All right, that's how we do it out. <laughs> well, I thank you guys so much over there in Oklahoma, and thank Uncle you. Earl will be spreading the word. Thank you so much. All I right, y'all have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful day. Yes, you too. I <laughs> All right, bye bye. Whoop whoop, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Another one down. Another one up. Another one on the move. <laughs> Come my girls up, gotta get this off me Got my nails done, got my freakum dress Heels on, makeup on, friends on deck Now can you tell me what a hot spot at? All my real people getting live at Well I'm ready to get in my zone Not ready to turn up in the car Cause my song is on Snoop Dogg, I be breaking the rules I'm phenomenal, your mama knows So I'ma go and get it Did 
the beat, so you know I got to spit it. You got the look of a diva. Dog got it all now. Follow the procedure. I need you to leave your mind, but bring your body. Ain't nothing but an Eastside party. Come up in the club, yo, it's time to geek. I ain't lames, these don't bother me. Me and my girls trying to free your minds. And really, really come to hear your pickup lines. So, meet me at the dance floor. Did it spin a song to one? Aisha got the fire on. Work that back, yeah, something like that. Get all my ladies up in here familiar with Hi, this is Leo, DJ Enjoy, and you are listening to The Underground Experience of Uncle Earl. And now, a brief reading called Attitude is All That Matters, from Smile, for No Good Reason, by Dr. Lee Jampolsky. Have you ever noticed that two people can confront the same circumstances with very different reactions? This is a matter of attitude and nothing else. Freedom is being able to say, rich or poor, alone or with a mate, physically, healthy or not, employed or laid off, I believe that peace of mind is possible. We have all experienced what it is like to be having a perfectly fine day and have a situation or crises arise that sends us into a tailspin. It may be something like a traffic jam making us late or something more severe like the loss of a job. Our response can seem automatic. Though at first it may be difficult to accept, freedom depends on recognizing that you're not upset because of what occurred. You're upset because of how you perceive the situation. Key to attitudinal healing is recognizing that you are not a victim of the world. Another way to say this is, there is absolutely nothing in the world that has the power to ruin your day. If you are upset, it is because you have directed your mind to be so. Initially, these truths can be hard to accept because you have become so accustomed to giving your power away. 
Every time you blame another person for your unhappiness, you are giving your power away. Stop blaming and start healing. How you perceive a situation will determine your experience and your reaction. Let's imagine that you have a favorite coffee house that you've frequent. The staff knows your name and always has a warm and friendly greeting as you walk through the door. An extremely grumpy woman whom you have never seen before serves you this particular morning. She appears preoccupied rather than caring about you or what she is doing. As she pours your hot coffee, a good portion spills in your lap. Despite your jumping in shock, no apology follows. Your experience is anger, both towards the waitress and the owner, Joe, for hiring such an incompetent person. Then, a friend of yours at the next booth says, Isn't it great that Joe hired her? Great! Are you out of your mind? She spilled coffee on me, spilled hot coffee in my lap, and walked away. You reply with your best indignant voice. Oh, you didn't hear the story, your friend whispers? What story? You angrily reply, still drying off your new slacks, wondering how you will go through the day looking as though you wet your pants. Eh. Joe didn't know her from Adam. He read in the paper that her husband had died last month in a car accident. Apparently her husband's health insurance stopped and she was looking for another job in order to pay for her 16-year-old son's chemotherapy for leukemia, your friend responds. Now, you still have hot coffee in your crotch, but are you still angry? Unlikely. The only thing that shifted was your perception and attitude. Through discovering a reason to be compassionate, your entire experience changed, and there are always reasons to be compassionate. An important part of healing, i.e. letting go of fear, is developing compassion. Instead of going out in the world and finding plenty of reasons to be upset, go out and discover reasons to extend love. There are thousands of reasons waiting for you right now. A helpful thought to remember is that a miracle is nothing more than allowing an old grievance to become a current compassion. If you ever run short on reasons to be compassionate, remember, there is always one good reason. It makes you feel better than anything else you could do. And I'm going to leave you with that. This has been Uncle Earl here with Global Movers and Shakers. And um, I wish you a blessed day, night, evening, dawn, dusk, whatever you're having, just have it. Love yourselves, love each other, love your environment. We only have one, as I always say. And I'm going to leave you with a track called New Beginning by D. Costa. Take care. Have a nice day. Ciao.
Thank you.